Spencer Cox, Republican Governor of Utah. And I'm Jared Polis, Democratic Governor of Colorado. And we're here to help save your family dinners. You know what we're talking about. You're halfway through your second helping of mashed potatoes when your MAGA uncle decides to share his thoughts on the latest election conspiracy. We all have that uncle. So next time your uncle, your niece, or anyone else brings up that one topic that just drives you nuts, take a deep breath. Be curious, ask questions. If you still disagree, that's okay. So welcome to Kate Daly Show, and uh, I was on Alex Jones earlier. You can catch that. Uh, I talked with Patrick Kolbeck, and he was amazing, of course. And uh, we kind of dialed in on Albert Spencer's election fraud. And I start that clip off today because that clip, um, that is my governor of my state, okay? Um, and he's telling everyone, he's going around the country, and he was actually interviewed on um, a big news, uh, Morning Joe, about how he's facilitating government um, to tell people how to behave, to tell you how to interact with other people. Now, if you're like me, you go, now, wait a second, that's not a role of government. And if you think that, you're right. That isn't a role of government. But he also said something really important in that, too. Um, Republican, uh, so he says, I'm the Republican governor. And then he says, if you have that MAGA uncle who's a conservative and believes in, in, in election conspiracies, okay, very telling of my so-called Republican governor's views on such things. And he was talking with the governor of Colorado, who's supposed to be a Democrat. They're both Democrats, but they are trying to tell you that, that they are Republicans and then continue to be condescending and put down Republicans and conservatives for even asking about this 2020 election when everyone saw the numbers change before their eyes, as if we weren't supposed to see that. So I welcome you to the show. Melissa's going to join us in a little bit. And right now I have a, a legislator from my state on, and uh, he is the great Phil Lyman. How are you? Great, Kate. Thanks. You know what? There's only here. a few people I actually trust in government, and you happen to be one of them. Well, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a big compliment. That is a big compliment yeah. because <laughs> there's only a few, and I know a lot. So, And I've interviewed yeah. many, many people, but you're one of the very, very few that I trust. Thank you. And you have been fighting the fight on election fraud in our state, and uh, also you're going to run for governor. That is the you're plan. You're going to run are, for governor. We are, we are I very am, close to making a decision and making an announcement, but yeah, we're, we're I am it. so happy about this because... If ever you live in a state, and this goes to everybody, because Phil's only going to join me for this first segment here, but we wanted to talk about election fraud. We want to talk about what a governor can do when they actually go in and not do the bidding of government, but to, to stand up for the citizens of a state and to address the, the, what's common sense, right? And what people are actually thinking and what's going on and not cater to the liberal few. And so... What kind of, I know, what, what made you make this decision? Because I know there are people out there that are wrestling with the decision. They're good people. They understand the Constitution like you do. They understand um, how the process work, works in each state. And by the way, Patrick Colbeck said, and you can agree or not agree, but uh, the governor, the Senate majority leader, and the Speaker of the House pretty much run it, the state. Is that true? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And what I, wow. you know, Three I came people. to this decision by, you know, a long course of observing mm -hmm. kind of the lack of a commitment to the principles of statehood. You know, what is Utah? Should it be uh, right. an administrative subunit of the federal government or should it actually be a state where we make decisions about education and public land and energy and you name it? Every, every aspect of our lives is more and more controlled through the federal government. Yeah. And you can clearly see that he was very proud of himself getting on all these shows to discuss how to teach people to interact with each other. There's no government role for that. 
That's no. not the proper role of government. It's not his job as a governor to be our daddy. It's not, a, it's not his role yeah. at all. No. So we're looking at all the things he does on a daily basis. And I know I just, I was so thrilled to hear that you might put your hat in the ring on this because of the fact that we need such good people in these positions. And I know that you've been going around talking about election fraud because you should be. And I'm so grateful for that. This should be a topic. We're coming up to 2024. This should be on everybody's minds. Talk to me about election fraud. Talk to me about some of the strides in, in educating people that you've done and, and made on right. this topic. So, I mean, Governor Cox also said, you know, to those who are questioning elections, they're playing a very dangerous game. Is that you know, a threat? That, w- that felt like a threat. It felt like a threat. You yeah. know, and that was right after I testified in a committee um, about the, the conflict of interest with uh, Eric and the Zuckerberg money and all those things that were coming through, which now we're finding out really is, is the case. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing the effects of it in other states. But so that kind of um, opposition is the tell. You know, if, if someone's hiding something, they're going to they're going to put up a really strong opposition. And that's in, in hindsight, we're looking at that and say, well, there, there's no other explanation why we can't look at voter rolls, why we can't look at cash flow records, why we can't make a comparison. And when we do make a comparison that shows, you know, a 200 percent voter turnout, why we can't ask the question, how did this happen without right. being called an election denier or. Yeah, or it would be MAGA. American. It would be yeah. American to question an election when they say we had a 200 percent turnout. How is that possible? So a reasonable yeah. person would question it. And, and, and another reasonable person would say, well, gosh, that's that's interesting. Let's look into that instead of, you know, putting up billboards up and down I-15 saying we're the gold standard of. Yeah, we're 100 percent nifty in that direction. <clears throat> Don't look here kind of billboards. Yeah. I was actually shocked by the claim that we're 100 percent perfect. Right, yeah. right. I was going to say, with somebody once said, yeah. you know, if, if you're not hot or cold, if you're lukewarm, I'll, I'll yeah. spit you out. And that's yeah. that's what this disagree better is, and that's what the whole push is from from the government is saying, hey, everybody, just calm down. We'll take care of everything for you. And that's what we've got happening in leadership with the House, the Senate, mm-hmm. the And this the is every state. Wherever you're listening yeah, to this show from, right. it's going on everywhere, It's right? going on everywhere, and it's a concentration of power. It's a centralization of power. They want to centralize our elections cities, they want them to do it at the county level. Counties, they want them to do it at the state level. And there are problems with that. Anytime you centralize, you're taking the power away from the people to do the things that they can observe with their own eyes and that they would would do best. You know, government closest to the people concept. Cox has the advantage, and this is going to be for most people listening their state too. He has the advantage of having all tax dollars at his behest to run again. Um, of course, the Biden, we call him King Dingling, administration behind him because he's he's very close with them. Um, he's, he's the governor's association, very close, right? And and they all work together to get that their guy in position forever and ever and ever. What do you need to get through uh, to get over this behemoth um, uh, that's ahead of you? Because it's going to be it's going to be tough. What do you need from the people? So so my background, I, I, I went to jail for standing up for you for, did for. Public lands. Public lands and the, yeah. and the things that were right. It was the truth. It was correct. I so applaud you for that, by the way. And 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 if and there's not very many politicians that will do it. It does kind of set me apart for some for some reason. I've kind of become like the antithesis of, of the rhino. Yep. In Utah, maybe the antithesis of, of Cox. We seem to butt heads on so many things. And good. Um, so glad to hear it. And if and if people will look at that and say, you know, what kind of government do they want? Do they want politicians who tell them what they want to hear and mm-hmm. tell them how to, you know, yeah get along better and yeah, how to have, disagree do, better. <laughs> Good you know, all of those things. Or do they want somebody that will stand up for their freedoms? I mean, the constitution said that it was ordained and established to preserve the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, not, not to tell us how to live our lives or not to tell us how, you know, we can do all these things, but to limit government and to preserve our, our liberty. And that's, I am a hundred percent 
committed to that principle. I mean, that's the oath that you take, right? Right, um, right. That so many defile so quickly. Just, and just, I just love that you actually look at that oath as an oath you take and support. For, for two reasons. Number one, it's an oath. Number two, it works. It, it is the right way to, to have prosperity, happiness, um, good decisions, mm-hmm. better communities. Right. You know, as soon as you start dictating what type of community you're going to have and, and take it out of the private sector, you're you're overstepping. Yes. A lot of, uh, a lot of, I, I call them the bribes that went down to the county level and city levels where they were all receiving bunches of money that they could go spend and they didn't need, they just could spend it. So what did they do? They all spent it, right. which shows right. lack of character to me. But, but in the CARES money, if we do round two and there's more money sent and you were governor, what would you do with that money? I, t- I tell them to keep it. <laughs> I would Exactly. T- I mean, we've got a $250 billion economy that we put on hold basically for a year and a half mm-hmm. so, that, so that we could get two and a half billion dollars or whatever yes. it was in COVID yeah. money. Well, that doesn't go into your checking account, my checking account that goes into the counties or the States. And they're saying, Oh, this is, this is great. But what about the people? You know, I, I had a, a client of mine that ended up in the state hospital, you know, suicidal over losing three of her businesses and letting 200 employees go. I mean, this is, this is serious it stuff. It wreaked havoc on us. And, and you've got the government saying, wow, we've got all these surpluses. What could be better? Look, we're number one. You know, Forbes magazine says we're number one again because we're doing exactly what the agenda says that we should do. And They took Fed money. Yeah. Yep. They took Fed money and parceled it out to the counties so they could basically get influence on all the counties too. So you've got a state here that's, we're up to 20, you know, $24 mm-hmm. billion dollar budget, mm-hmm. um, up from about a $9 billion budget seven, eight years ago. Um, and we're 28%, our budget is 28% federal money. It's the largest source of revenue that we get in the state of Utah. And the governor is, is talks about, you know, mm-hmm. no, on one hand, he'll talk about how horrible the federal government doing it, is doing right. it and talk about how great Utah is doing it. It's like, Hey, we're like a, we're like that trust fund kid yes. of, a, of a bankrupt yes, you're parent. Right. That's a great point. Yes, you're you're so on target. So on we've this. got so so yeah. Tell them to keep the money. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the influence, the ties. You don't want you don't want what they have to offer, right? Yeah, I was. I, I'm proud of those governors that will stand up and say, you know, just, I know. just keep. They're it. few and far between, but I feel like you would be one of those governors. And this is why the people are going to have to rally. They're going to have to show this momentum because. We all know that uh, elections are wrought with Albert censors and and everything else. And when when you have somebody like a Cox who is doing the bidding of, of King Dingling and you've got all these people that will do the bidding, they they want to keep him in there. And so they're going to do what they can. But what it's going to take is a mass showing of people in support that they can't ignore. You cannot ignore it, right? right? That's what it's going to so take. So that way, when the when the vote tallies come in, if you can get that momentum and, and support, and I'm asking you as an audience in the state of Utah, if you're in the state of Utah or whatever state you're in, please support the candidate like Phil Lyman, um, that you get behind them and you help them and you do what they need to do. If you want to support, we have to change out a governor because the fact is, is we don't have state sovereignty right now. We're completely in bed with the feds. Far from it. Yeah. Yeah. Far from sovereign. So now we've got to do something very big in order to change that. And that's why I wanted to um, have you on today too, because I think it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing. I think that the people need to get behind you early. We need to show support early. And this goes for any other state listening. You have this, you're up against the same thing. You have got to start in early. You need masses of people to help. You need masses of people to help financially because he's up against this behemoth uh, called Cox, who is a claims to be a Republican. He's an extreme liberal and he goes by his pronouns and, and everything else. We have got to get this guy out of there. So whatever we can do to help you. 
you know, the, the winds are shifting, and I don't know what's yeah. going to happen between now and the end of the year, but I feel like we're in a really good good position. I have great people on my team, great support so far, and and it's an exciting prospect. Not not I don't mm-hmm. relish the idea of being the governor. I relish the idea of, <laughs> That's having, what I love about you, though. <laughs> of having a governor in Utah that, that puts the power back where it belongs, you know, to the counties, to let mm-hmm. them be counties, and to yep. the people just to keep their freedoms in place. And, County sovereignty, yeah, state sovereignty. A little sovereignty. bit of free market stuff, and energy independence. I mean, Utah, of all the states, we are positioned better mm-hmm. than anyone to just kind of live our our best lives here without the interference of people that don't know what they're talking about. When, uh, when it's funny, whenever something happens, uh, governor Cox is always the first one to say that Utah did it. Utah did jobs. Utah did this. Utah did that. And basically what he's saying is me, 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 look at me. And I love that you're running because it would not be like that. This would be the people get the people that are, are, are offering the jobs are the people that are working capitalism within the state of Utah and private business is what drives the state. Yeah. And so for the government to take credit for that, it's just it's, pretty obvious. Our success what is in spite, yeah. in spite of the government, yes. not because of the government. And yeah, anybody that wants to take a victory lap every time something good happens. It's, I, it's ugh, gross. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Phil Lyman. And uh, I, I'm going to have you back on soon because I want people to witness what it's like when somebody that understands the proper role of government runs for governor, what they're up against. I want to hear your challenges. I want to hear how we can help you because if we're going to do anything, we have to change the counties. We have to add, get, you know, change up county commissioners. And we've all also got to um, change up the governors of the state so that we have more sovereignty returned. Yep. Yeah, yep. I can't think of another way to do it, guys. We're just going to have to do this. So I want to I want to use you as that beacon out there. So I appreciate you, thank, Phil Lyman. Thank you so much. To the listeners of The Kate Daly Show, uh, look, we have this great threat to the U.S. dollar right now. And global dominance in the last 80 years has done us no favors. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, as you're well aware, are expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency fully backed by gold other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as the cornerstone of the global financial system. We've talked about this on the show. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout diversify with gold? And I go to the Birch Gold Group, okay? Historically, gold has been a safe haven in all times of high uncertainty, which is right now. So get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Kate, okay? Just like you're going to text somebody, text a phone number, the phone number you're going to text to, instead of a regular phone number, you're just going to type in text 989898. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one third of the world's GDP right now, and it kicks off August 22nd. So arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. People ask me all the time off the air, what, what should I do with my retirement? What should I do with my IRAs? What should I do? 401k. This company is a great answer. I love this company. I love it that Ron Paul loves this company and backs this company and goes to this company for help. So this is the company I would recommend. I've never talked about this on the air. I've never, ever said, well, this is who I go to. But Birch Gold, they're helping so many people out there, and I want you to be one of them, okay? This is how you get the information that you need right now. Text 989898. It's six digits. 98, 98, 98. No spaces or anything. Just text that number. Text 98, 98, 98. 
And the message you're going to text that number is the word Kate. They're going to send you some information that you need to look over right now. There are certain options that are really fantastic to have in your arsenal right now. And you need these options. Thanks, you guys. Much. Thank you. Uh, he's a legislator in my state. I'll be right back with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to the Kate Dallas.